150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 50. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecution our brothers and sisters around the world endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. We just got the uh, 2022 watch list, so I'm beginning the countdown from January to October, I count down from 50 to number 31. Uh, every other week, basically the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. Right now I'm playing a little bit of catch up to get to those two days. Uh, so we'll probably have a couple of extra episodes here and there. And then throughout the month of November, which I have dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from number 32, number one of the most, uh, the high, the countries where persecution is the worst for Christians because of their faith in Jesus Christ. It is a countdown, which is why the episodes go backwards. We are starting with 50. We will, well, actually, we started with 51. We will end with episode number one on November 30th of 2022 at the end of Persecuted Church Awareness Month. So I'd encourage you guys, if you know anybody who uh, would like to join us to be part of this, please invite them to come join the Fifth Seal uh, Facebook page, which many of you got invitations to this week, or have them come to subscribe at the Evangelical Norm YouTube channel, or they can just pick up this if they don't have time to watch a 15-minute video. They can just pick this up as an audio podcast, wherever it is they get their audio podcast, Amazon, Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, any of those places, the podcast is there. Just search for The Fifth Seal, and you can join us as we look at different stories, bring awareness to the stories of persecution, look at the different countries that are on that world watch list, and most of all, just pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a little bit of background on the podcast, and all that being said, it is Wednesday. Yes, it is Wednesday January 26th, I'm a little off, uh, got, getting rusty, got to pick this whole thing up again, took the whole month of December and part of January off, so <clears throat> it is Wednesday, January 26th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from Morningstar News. A former mosque leader in eastern Uganda who converted to Christianity is still hospitalized with serious head, back, and hand injuries after Muslim relatives beat him on January 13th, he said. Bashir Sengendo had not returned home to visit his family in Namato village, Kigalama sub-county in Numatimba, district since leaving Islam in 2016. Relatives had long sent him messages urging him to return to tend to a portion of land supposedly allocated to him. This request 
quote, this request continued for the last six years, but I had been reluctant to go back home, unquote, Sengendo told Morningstar News. He decided to return home from his base in western Uganda for a visit on January 12th, arriving at 9 p.m., he said. Quote, I was shocked. Excuse me, I scrolled down too far. Quote, I was shocked to receive a cold reception and slept without food, only to be attacked and badly beaten in the morning by my brother and my uncle, unquote, Singendo said. Quote, they cut me with an object in the head, back, and hand, unquote. His screams brought police and neighbors who rescued him and took him to Namutimba Hospital, he said. Quote, as the attackers were hitting me, my uncle said that the family spent a lot of money training me as a Muslim teacher and that I have caused a lot of shame to the family and Muslims at large, unquote, Singendo said. He lost a large amount of blood and was still critically ill when, Morningstar, when a Morningstar News contact visited him in the hospital. After putting his faith in Christ on May 13, 2016, through the ministry of another former Muslim, a church helped arrange for Singendo to attend Bible college for six months, and he became a pastor shortly thereafter, he said. The assault in eastern Uganda was the latest of many instances of persecution of Christians in the country that Morningstar News has documented. Uganda's constitution and other laws provide for religious freedom, including the right to propagate one's own faith and convert from one faith to another. Muslims make up no more than 12% of Uganda's population with high concentrations in eastern areas of the country. So again, this is an, a story that we get used to seeing family members who are still Muslim uh, attacking, beating, uh, disowning, uh, framing, even to the point of imprisonment, or ultimately killing their family members in honor killings because they have somehow brought shame to the family by converting to faith, repenting and putting their faith in Jesus Christ and not remaining a Muslim. So we will continue to pray for our brother Bashir Sengendo, uh, pray for his recovery, uh, pray that his witness of Christ, his willingness to continue to serve Christ even in the midst of being beaten by his own family would be a witness to his family and that they would come to a saving knowledge, a repentant faith in Christ um, and that Jesus would use his witness to draw them to himself. So we'll be praying for Bashir Sengendo. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, which is Malaysia, number 50 on Open Doors USA's 2022 World Watch List. So some basic facts about Malaysia. The region is Asia. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The religion is main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Population of Malaysia is about 32,289,000, of which about 3,028,000 are Christian, so roughly 1%. The government is a federal parliamentary constitutional monarchy, say that three times real quick, and the leader is King Sultan Abdullah Sultan Ahmad Shah. So what does persecution look like in Malaysia? Every ethnic Malay is expected to be a Muslim, according to the country's constitution. Those who convert to Christianity break the law and, uh, and run headfirst into severe pressure from their families and communities. Converts are seen as betrayers of all that Malay society values most. All non-Muslim religious groups are watched by the authorities as are non-governmental organizations, but the greatest focus is on non-traditional Protestant groups because these groups are more likely to actively testify about their faith, which is illegal. 
tumultuous Malaysian politics in recent years have resulted in a more and more of an emphasis on conservative Islam and have made radical factions feel freer to make statements opposing religious religious and ethnic minorities, including Christians. Converts from Islam to Christianity experience the most pressure and hostility of any group in the country. Malaysia continues to be a difficult place for Christians, particularly those who convert from Islam. As Malaysia swings more deeply toward radical Islamic belief and practice, the potential for Christian persecution increases. There is less tolerance or even hope of tolerance with the new government than in past years. To maintain order, the continued policy of preferred treatment for ethnic Malay people puts anyone outside Islam under tighter scrutiny. There are no hot spots of persecution for Christians in Malaysia. However, the all non-Muslim are at risk in however, all non-Muslims are at risk in Malaysia. There are no prominent hot spots where persecution is greater. The pressure is conform to conform is immense. Islamic missionary work among Christians is encouraged. Even state-supported plans of conversion to Islam have been published. Some prayer points for Malaysia. So pray with the people in Malaysia who would rather follow Jesus than stay within their country's religious laws. Ask God to bring them the spiritual nurturing they need in their isolation. The pendulum of politics in Malaysia has swung away from religious freedom and safety for Christian converts. Pray for religious freedom and a more even-handed application of laws and principles. Ask the Lord to gift more partners with creative ideas, such as USB sticks and audio Bibles, for getting God's Word and other faith-building materials into the hands of believers and seekers in Malaysia. Let's pray. Father, thank you again so much for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. Lord, I I thank you for those who put their time and energy into creating this list where we have the opportunity to count down these countries, bring awareness to what is happening to our brothers and sisters, and to pray for them based off of the prayer points and, and the work that these people put in to making this list. So again, Lord, uh, bless them as they reach out to those who are persecuted because of their faith. Father, we lift up our brother uh, Bashir uh, Sengendo. Lord, we, we pray that you would bring rapid healing to his body. Lord, that you would continue to keep his faith strong, um, that this attack would not be anything that shakes his faith, but it would be something that, that uh, solidifies his, his walk and his faith in you, Lord, and that you would also use it, God, as a, a, a witness to his relatives that, that persecution, that beating, that even attempted murder is not enough to, uh, to sway him from his faith in you, Lord, because he doesn't follow after you for a better life, but he, he follows after you because you, you died, you went to the cross, you died, paid the penalty for his sins so that he could be forgiven and given eternal life, that he is no longer under, under any condemnation as he is in Christ, and that, uh, that his salvation is secure in the work that you did on the cross, Lord, so that you would, again, use that to draw others to yourself um, and that they would recognize that there is a, a hope that he has that they should long for. And Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Malaysia. We pray for those that that are opposing their country's religious laws in order to put their faith in you. Lord, and again, I pray that you would you would bless them, that you would be with them, that you would strengthen their faith, that you would raise up leaders and mentors and disciples among them that they would be able to walk with somebody to continue to become more and more mature in their faith. 
We pray that as politics sway away from religious freedom and the safety of Christian converts, we pray that uh, that you would move among that government, that you would provide a more religious freedom and an even-handed application of those laws in that country that, that you would, Lord, that you would literally take the hearts of kings and turn it as you do that, as rivers, Lord, that you would turn their hearts toward their people, that you would turn their hearts toward you, that even the leaders in this country would, would turn to you in repentance and faith, Lord, that the, the witness of the Christians, the boldness of the Christians, that you would raise them up to preach the gospel there, Lord, that it would draw others to you, that your Holy Spirit would uh, bring regeneration and conversion to those people um, who are, are, are being drawn through the preaching of your word. And Lord, we do pray that those who are there as evangelists, as, as mentors, as disciples, as missionaries, that you would give them uh, more and more ideas and ways to bring God's word since, since uh, paperback Bibles are considered contraband and illegal, Lord, that you would provide other ways such as the USB sticks, um, audio Bibles, different downloads, or whatever that these people can use to get their word into your hands so that they can engage with you, Lord, that they can engage with your word on a daily basis and, again, grow more and more uh, mature and strong in their faith in you, Lord, and that in all of this, God, that you would use it as a, a draw to even those who would persecute these people, but that you would use it to glorify yourself because all these things we pray for and they are for your name and for for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Lord, and we, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you guys again for taking the time out. Again, 10 to 15 minutes every couple of weeks for the beginning of the year and then once a day throughout the month of November is all that I'm asking for those of you who are willing to come along and and lift up your voices with mine uh, in prayer for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ around the world. Um, if you haven't already, please join the, the Fifth Seal Facebook page, uh, subscribe to the Evangelical Norm channel, hit that subscribe the notification bell, get all the uh, content that is released there. Like the video, share the video, make comments on the video. Even a simple amen will help the algorithm send this out to more and more people who might be interested in joining us in lifting up our voices to pray for our brothers and sisters who are around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.